Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 453 for the 27th of Shvat in a regular year. Yesterday, we talked about internet trolls and how, especially over COVID, it was really common for people, but I think pretty much in our culture even still now, for people to um, to post random comments on people's Facebook posts or Twitter feeds that really have nothing to do with the topic at hand and to kind of like instigate a fight. Uh, and unfortunately, a lot of us, including me, tend to sometimes fall into the debate and fall into answering these internet trolls, even though really, as we learned yesterday, the best advice is really to ignore these people. Because as I soon learned <laughs> through um, through countless of these debates, uh, these people who are posting these comments, these random comments are really not coming from a logical place. They're not actually looking for an intelligent debate, but, um, they're just looking to stir trouble. They're, they're coming from an emotional space. There's something else going on and it's not something intellectual. These are not reasonable people who are in a healthy emotional state, state for the most part, internet trolls. So today we're going to talk about why it is that we do get sucked into these debates. Why do we get sucked into these uh, these discussions when with these people who are really illogical, who are really um, not rational, who are just looking to stir up trouble? And we're going to understand this as an analogy to help us understand why it is that we can get distracted by inappropriate thoughts while we're praying and learning Torah and uh, and how to prevent ourselves from getting distracted by these things. So the basic idea, the, the simple answer to it all is that why do we get sucked into these Facebook debates, these, you know, engage in these conversation with these internet trolls is we take them too seriously. We over identify with them. We see ourselves, you know, as these very rational people. And hopefully um, you are somewhat of a sane person. And if you post something on Facebook, you don't have a, a malicious intent behind it. Um, you know, you're just looking to share something that you found interesting about your life or about something that you read on the news or whatever it is. And then when somebody comments on that post, you think that this person is like you, is also a rational, sane human being who is looking to share some information. Uh, Now that's, that's the problem. (laughs) That's, that's the mistake because as yes, there are many people on Facebook who are like that. Hopefully most of the people on Facebook are rational, especially the people that you're friends with on Facebook. Hopefully they are nice, rational people who do want to just share and engage in, in a healthy conversation. But unfortunately, there are a lot of people who don't. And it's really important to recognize who's who. And that's the mistake that we make and why we get 
get sucked into these debates is sometimes we don't recognize who's who. And so the same thing happens when we pray. So this is where we're going to transfer it over into a, the spiritual discussion. When we're praying and when we're, or when we're learning and we get an inappropriate thought, we've already learned that we should not engage this thought. We should not start, you know, trying to psychoanalyze ourselves and try to figure out where this thought is coming from. That's not going to be productive, but rather we should push it aside. One could say we should repress this thought. Okay, but what, But why? So, so it so sounds simple enough. So why do we have this battle? Why is it that this isn't the easiest thing to do? Why do we have this tendency to, you know, while we're praying or while we're learning, uh, we have this inappropriate thought and we have this tendency where we immediately want to explore it. We want to engage it. We want to berate ourselves for having this thought like, oh man, you know, I, I thought I was in such a holy space. And then now here I am thinking about this stuff. Like what is going on here? Why am I doing this? So the altar of says the mistake, the, the reason why, as we're going to learn today, the reason why uh, people make this mistake, why we tend to make this mistake of indulging in these inappropriate thoughts instead of just immediately pushing them away is because we make the mistake of thinking that these inappropriate thoughts are, are, are us. We forget that as we've learned already in the Tanya, that we don't just as Jews have one soul, but we actually have two souls. And these two souls are at constant war and constant battle with one another. So when you're praying, when you're davening, when you're engaged in Torah study, you are engaged with your highest self, with your godly self, with your godly soul. And when you're engaged in your with your godly soul, guess what? There's another soul going on. There's your animal soul. And this animal soul really is not the deepest side of you. It's not the part of you that's most connected to God, but it's there and it's going to come in and it's going to start to stir up trouble. So what's the remedy for this? The remedy is not to overly engage with this thought, with these inappropriate thoughts. Because if we do engage with these inappropriate thoughts, what happens is we bring ourselves down to their level. We, we, we um, degrade ourselves into this, the level. Like when we engage with a troll on the internet, we become, God forbid, like that troll. You know, it's like, like uh, we're bringing ourselves down to their level. Uh, George Bernard Shaw has a really good quote that sums this up. He said, never wrestle with a pig. You just get dirty and the pig enjoys it, which really aptly exp explains this process as to uh, why we should really not engage with these internet trolls, these inappropriate thoughts. Just when they come up, ignore them and and make yourself stronger. Make your godly self, soul stronger. Get more attuned and in touch with your godly soul. Now, truthfully, there are going to be times when this is going to be really difficult uh, because this, you know, the the Yitzhahara, the the evil inclination, the animal soul is very sly type of person. These internet trolls, they really sometimes, you know, they can, they have a lot of power to suck you in. So we'll see towards the end of this section today that the remedy for that is to ask God for help, to humble ourselves, to realize that sometimes, you know, we'd like to think that we are really strong and that we can wage this war on our own. Sometimes we actually have to give it up to God and uh, and ask God to save us from this situation. So let's get into the text and see how the altar explains this. And for context, we are uh, concluding chapter 28 today of Likutea Marm. So the altar begins today's section by debunking a commonly held belief, a commonly held mistake that many people have. Uh, who, what, what's this mistake that they make? That if a person is getting these foreign thoughts, it means that their prayer is nothing and it's just, it's in vanity, it's vain. And if a person would be praying properly, 
they would not get these kind of foreign thoughts. So a person might think that while they are getting these foreign thoughts, while they're praying, it's like, oh my gosh, I thought I was here praying to God. I had good intention and everything, but look at me. I'm such an idiot. I'm such a loser. I'm like, I'm obviously not praying properly if I'm getting these kind of thoughts. The ultra rabbi is saying, no, that's not the case. The truth is this would be true if if a person only had one soul and this was the one soul that was praying and this was the one and this same soul that was praying was also the same soul that was thinking about these foreign thoughts. But the truth is, as we talked about and as we learn, a person actually has two souls that fight one with the other in the mind of man. Each one has a different will and each one wants to rule over the body and wants to rule over the mind totally on its own. And thus, anytime a person experiences some type of thinking that comes from, uh, that has to do with Torah or fear of heaven... This all comes from the godly soul. These are the thoughts of the godly soul. And by contrast, any thoughts and, and, uh, and words that have to do with the world that are more like have worldly oriented, these come from the animal soul. And it's just that the godly soul is enclosed within the animal soul. So meaning to say this is why when a person is praying, it's like they become conscious. They may become conscious of these foreign thoughts, even though it's they're not actually it's not coming from the godly soul it's coming from the animal soul but they become enclosed in the godly soul so it sort of becomes confusing and it feels like it's coming from the godly soul and the altar Rebbe says that this is like an analogy of a person who is praying with great intention and standing in front of him is a very evil wicked idolater who is who starts talking to him and starts trying to confuse him and distract him from what he's praying and the and the advice for this is not to answer to this person. So remember, just like we talked about a, a heckler in life. So just like this, if, if let's say if you're in a scenario where you, where you are praying with great intention and then there's some guy around you who's you know really anti-religious, let's say, and is trying to distract you and, and make fun of you or just talk to you and everything to get you away from your prayers, you should not answer to them, but you should actually just ignore them. And so you should not talk to them in a good way or in a bad way like like don't try to reason with such a person but rather you should make yourself as if you are deaf and as if you don't hear at all what they're saying and this is a fulfillment a verse that is found in Mishle and this is from Mishle chapter 26 verse 4 where it says so that literally means answer not a fool according to his folly lest you too become like him so I'm sure you've heard this idea before that it's sort of like if somebody is insulting you or making fun of you or whatever, it's like if if you answer the person and if you start engaging with the person, you kind of get, you get, you, you fall into the mud like them. Like there are a lot of different sayings that have to do with that. So there's a saying that's actually uh, attributed to the author, George Bernard Shaw. <laughs> that's along the, these lines where it said, where he said, I learned long ago never to wrestle with a pig. You get dirty and besides the pig likes it. So that's basically the situation here is you do not wrestle with a pig. You don't engage with these kind of people who are just merely there to distract you. This isn't somebody to be reasoned with. And now the ultra rabbi says that this is, this is basically the same idea where he, he literally uses pretty much the same analogy of getting dirty, not not making yourself dirty in this application of when uh, when 
we get some kind of foreign or inappropriate thought that we should not answer the inappropriate thought. We should not try to wrestle with the thought because the one who wrestles, this is what the altar of says, the one who wrestles with somebody who's filthy becomes filthy themselves. But rather you should make yourself as if you don't know and you don't hear these thoughts. So really you should ignore these thoughts. So just like you would ignore a physical, actual live heckler, your thoughts are also a heckler like that, that you should ignore. And you should push them outside of your attention and you should increase in your intensity and with your energy of the intention that you have towards God. And if it's difficult for you to do this, says the altar Rebbe, to push them outside of your attention because they are so bothersome and it's really, sometimes it does happen that a person has these kind of thoughts and they're not just like passing thoughts, but it's actually really bothersome and they're really, really distracting in a really strong way, then what what should you do in that case? You should humble your soul to God and beg to God in your thoughts to have mercy on you. And with God's great mercy, just like a father would be merciful towards his children, because the children of a father come from the father's mind, this is the same way that God should have mercy on his soul on the person's soul because our souls come from him and God should save a person from these turbulent waters and for his sake he should do it because we are a part of God so basically it's like if if it becomes too distracting then a person should really plead for mercy and ask God and say you know God like you we come from you and please have mercy on us to help us out in this instance so that's the end of the chapter so just to recap what we learned today is we talked about the idea that just like the best solution with to dealing with a physical heckler which is something that we all kind of learn at some point or another in our lives hopefully is to ignore them and not to engage them in conversation not to try to change their mind or elevate them or anything like that this is the same approach that we should have with inappropriate thoughts that when we are in the middle of praying to God or studying Torah or any other type of spiritual pursuit if we get an inappropriate thought at that time, we should not try to transform it. We should not try to get to the bottom of it and be like, why am I thinking this right now? What is going on for me? And go into a whole psychoanalysis or anything like that. We simply should ignore it. And we simply should push it out of our minds and focus on our attention elsewhere. And if anything, it should actually, in a way, kind of motivate us and make us realize that we're on the right track. Because why would these thoughts be coming to us at these moments? Because just like in a wrestling match, when you have one wrestler who is becoming stronger and winning over the other, like if you ever see this in, uh, in you, you see this often with races when people are like r- running marathons, that you'll you'll watch two people racing one next to the other and when one of them starts going faster the other one begins to speed up as well because it's like oh my gosh I don't want I don't want that guy to beat me so that's basically what's going on within you is that when the animal soul sees that your godly soul is doing so well then it's like okay you think you're doing so well I'm gonna up my game and I'm gonna challenge challenge you on the next level and so I think this is really good so aside from the fact that uh that this is really good advice in terms of serving God. I think one of the things that you may have recognized at this point in Tanya, and I think one of the reasons why the book of Tanya is so popular is because it's really, really good psychology. (laughs) It's really good psychological advice for pretty much anything in life. So obviously we want to, uh, our main focus is in terms of serving God, but we really can apply this to really everything. It's very commonsensical in a way that if you're going about your day, you're doing things, you're being productive and you're trying to live your life and you start getting all kinds of 
thoughts of self-doubt of <laughs> of distractions of uh, things pulling you in all kinds of different directions that really have no basis in reality and that really are illogical and sometimes it's not always clear to see that they're illogical but but if deep down you, you'll know you'll know that this is something that's distracting you from your purpose the best advice that the ultra is giving here really is behavioral therapy it's push the thoughts aside and keep going with your life you don't have to get and engage it with every single thought and psychoanalyze every single thought that you have and why you're thinking this and what's going on da, 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 da. that's not necessary sometimes what we need to do is literally just to push aside our thoughts and focus our attention elsewhere and wherever we focus our attention, that's where we're going to go. And so that is the chapter for today. And tomorrow we're going to move on chapter 29. And I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzhak Ben Benyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow. And until then, have a great day.